Shook Radio presented by Follow Black Dollars and sponsored by 
Rich Work Custom, and Avery Hart's new book, Wholesome Pine Splitter Wood. Go cop that shit. Oh, Amazon. What up? What up? Uh, the digital outlets. It's your boy, Richie Carlisle. What and up? I'm sitting here with Crooked Halo. We what back up? in the building. What up? We're here. We're here. We're here. It's been a morning. <laughs> it's been a morning. Yes, it has. It's been a week, actually. It's been an extremely long week. At least for me. I don't know about y'all. Man, it's been a challenging week for me, man. For real. These folks, we've had some, uh, well, I've had some co-worker do's and don'ts and some stuff we have already talked about in previous shows <laughs> happened this week and it was so funny because I'm just sitting there looking at him like mm, this is why had you listened to the show you would have known to avoid these people right <laughs> you would not have been caught up in the shit that you caught up in right, right now, now <laughs> if you would have just paid attention <laughs> Yo, these are tutorials on how to survive corporate America. Man, man, because you know it did not work out well for uh, the person of color. And it, was, <laughs> <laughs> it usually doesn't work yeah. out for the person of color. And it really, and, and that's part of the, <laughs> you know, again, the people you should avoid at work and the corporate slur, you know. The corporate slur. Men man. and women played their game this week and (laughs) it was so funny because apparently what happened was one of the so-called persons that were in a higher position was alleged to have um outside relationships with a certain number of other co-workers or whatever i don't really know the details i just know what did they say the tea that was given to me Piping hot tea. Man. And, uh, no Arnold Palmer's. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right. Because, um, so apparently what happened was it wasn't any of the individuals involved that went to HR. It was somebody else who got the tea and yeah. went, I guess, apparently felt some type of way. Well, they didn't get picked. Exactly. Oh. And went to HR. And, I'm cracking the fuck up. Like, see, this is this is why. This is why you don't be involved with these certain types of people at, at work. work. It will never them. work out well for you in the end. It doesn't. It has not. So now. Well, staying sucker free is a must. Man. Like, dude is now. Of course, it's the man. So he was either suspended, termed, whatever. I don't know. I really wow. don't care. But. The fact that he was the one that was punished when the alleged other perpetrators were willing perpetrators. Man. It's like, this is, this is that bullshit. This is what we're talking about. You cannot surround yourself with certain types of coworkers and think shit is going to go okay. And if you do, you need to keep your damn mouth shut. Like on some real shit. And that's the whole reason for the downfall. Could nobody keep their mouth shut? Like really? Really? <laughs> okay. 
Okay. That's the thing. Sometimes, I mean, that's the thing. You know, people, you know, get catch feelings. It's all bad. I'm going to say, you need to move up closer. People catch yeah. feelings at the gig, man. It's all bad. That's why you shouldn't even do that at the job, period. That's no. My, that's my official position. No. And like I said, and if you do, you need to not be what they use. The term they use for today is messy. Right. And it's like you. It's going to get messy at work. It's, it's always going to get messy. But if you are alleged to be an adult individual, you should be able to engage in a consensual relationship without letting the whole fucking world know. Yeah, you should. You know? But, but that's, as you can that's tell, what I'm that's going what I'm up and like, down your social media pages. This is hilarious <laughs> ass shit because that just goes to show the people that are just poor judges of character. Exceedingly poor. And it's like this person, these people, they show you, people show you who they are before mm-hmm. they do what they do. Yeah. So why y'all sitting over there surprised like, what? <laughs> uh, they did it? Like, yeah, they Y'all did sitting it. here talking about y'all don't like the girl. It's some, it's some shit. It's some shit going down. And this is like, see, this is why I don't. Scam Scamco Inc. Man. And they come talking like, guess what? Yeah, I, 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 all right. And oh, mm-hmm. got another call. <laughs> right. Real. All right, y'all. Y'all got to get to these calls, man. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Because I'm trying to figure out what I'm getting ready to eat. No doubt. <laughs> I'm trying to get some food in this uh, way. But um, anyway, the topic of this week's show. Surviving. The training process. At your new job. Because last, you know, last week we talked about onboarding and how the fact that with onboarding or what they are now calling this the new hire process, it can take up to a month, six weeks before you start with a company day one after you've been offered a job. Right. So now once you've had the job, you've accepted. Now you got to start. What do you start? You start with training. You start with finding a place to park. Well, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> what, yeah, you, yeah, absolutely. You, you. That's why you come early so you can see how the parking lot. And how come your first day at work is like your whole life? Everybody wants to just like go completely side, sideways that day. The first day of the gig, you know, if you have got a person with a family, you know, what I'm saying everybody want to go south that first day. Yeah. it's like yeah, it's like. Bitch. Like if you had a, <laughs> if you was waiting on a ride, the ride is late, or if they ain't late, oh, we gotta get gas. We gotta do the motherfucker. I really it's the first day. Out, like, come on now. Yeah, I and that's that's funny because I know that that's happened to a lot of people. But um, you know that that is the thing. Like first day, you know, you need to leave early. You need to be prepared to leave at least an hour before you gotta right. be there, just to allow for the fuckery. You know what's coming. You know it's coming. You, you know, know it's coming. coming. Make so sure you, you got yeah. gas in the car the day yep. before. And check the tires. pressed in the whole nine. Right. Like, make sure you done wash the weave. You know, make sure it's dry. Do all that good stuff. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. That's stuff that's got to happen. But, mm-hmm. again, then you get there. You got to get, you get there early enough. You survey the parking lot. Right. Because then you can see how people pull in. And, and what spots go because you know any any company especially unless you work somewhere where you gotta park in a parking lot if you park right by the building of course the ones closest are always going to be gone but you can always start checking for who those people that think they regulars that try to get there at certain times every day to secure yeah their spots those are the people that i like fucking with uh-huh because it's like okay really all right well let's just see how early i get here tomorrow and then park over the side of the line. Yeah, people so you can't get your car. Because yeah. you can't get your spot. 
but um yeah so you get your parking spot now you got to make your way into the building now most likely this might be either your very first time walking into wherever you're going to be or the second time because of whatever the onboarding process was you probably only came to this site once if at all yeah you know so now you're in the building you got to make sure you find where the hell you're going mm-hmm. get where you're going if you get one of those secure buildings where they need key fobs and badges and shit <laughs> <coughs> you sitting out there banging on the door or the window like somebody walked by hello i'm here right and what's up Alan? like okay Alan bozeman attorney at law so you sit he there is not an ambulance chaser that's funny <laughs> So you're sitting there at the door. The receptionist finally lets you in and you're like, okay, I'm so-and-so. I'm here for my first day. Yeah. They send you back to a room and next thing you know, you walk into a room and there's 13 other motherfuckers in there. Right. Weirdos. Like, <laughs> like, how did you get through the process? Yeah. Why? Wait, 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 wait just a damn minute. Why are you judging motherfuckers talking about weirdos? You don't know how you walking into training. I just said you walking in. What's up, day four? Other people. You don't know that they're all weirdos. Dude, my, am, am I, in my illustrious career, but it's again, been straight weirdos. Regardless, it's maybe I'm a weirdo, but I mean, I'm just saying. Judgmental to have that type of mentality as soon as you see a room full of people. Man, that's not cool. Yo, it's so, been, yeah, it is what it is. When you walk <laughs> in and you see it all is those what it people. Is. Now you're like, okay, so I'm not just going to get the one-on-one time that I thought I was going to get. Now I got to go through an actual process. So now you're sitting in here with all these people, and here they come with packets or binders. If it's a company that got half a brain, they got their shit Mm -hmm. in a packet or a binder for you, and it's got your your tax forms and another copy of the employee handbook and uh, any type of parties or spirit weeks or charity events, depending on the company, whatever, all that bullshit they got going and you don't even see a computer until day five because you spend the first four days filling out paperwork four days dang well yeah because your first day they giving you all your shit for the people that didn't do it online so you got your packets uh, you got to fill all that shit out so then of course something. they waiting for if anything they depending on the company and how pressed they are for bodies they may have let people slide through and are still waiting for paperwork to come back on them, i.e. the credit check, background check. Right. Because something may have um, come back, but they may have contacted the person or you or whoever it was and said, hey, this was this, and you had to write a letter. That happened mm-hmm. at one of the companies I was at because uh, for mortgage lending, you can't have uh, any felonies in the financial services industry. Nah. But when you do have a felony... They want to know why and what's what the status and all that good shit is. So you got to write a letter of explanation, just like you got to do when you're clearing up shit on your credit. So if you have people in your training class that are in those types of situations, there's no guarantee they're going to be at the end of the training class. Man, that's true, because I've had people like make, make it the day two. Yeah. But like, yeah, her background was just crazy. Or and something came, yeah, something came back or... Then day two, day two is a lot of either something came back that they didn't like or Mm -hmm. you or the person as an individual chose not to come back because they didn't like. It was like, nope. (laughs) Right. And it's like, okay, so you don't went through this whole six week onboarding process Mm -hmm. to get to the first day of training and not even stick it out for 
a two-week check, a training check. Well, you got to get a training check. I mean, if, and that's the thing. Like, if you start somewhere and they don't have a paid training, you don't probably need to be starting there. Yeah, I couldn't. No, no. You know? <laughs> what you mean? What no you mean? Training? No pay training. I'm not coming up here wasting time, wasting gas. Yeah. To see um, birthday. Tra- oh yeah, it's commission only. What? No. And so that's, <laughs> that's all stuff that should have been. Discussed. Radio. Right. <laughs> link. Like that's all this right. that should have been discussed when the. You said I was making X amount. You did not say this is all commission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we have donuts in the lobby. Like, come on, they got the cupcake cart coming around. Right. Like, nah, you're not going to jug me. Too late. (laughs) No. You already committed. And it's crazy because a lot of these people, um, because we even talked about the people that you actually meet in a training class. Right. Just the the company. Remember what I said earlier. (laughs) Just the company in and of itself. You're just sitting. Oh, that was loud. (laughs) It's going to be all right. Um, Oh, boy. um, That also happens in training. Man. Uh, Especially if you got to. You know what? Companies with great trainers. That's like that's the telltale right there. Of your organization. If your organization has a subpar or a crappy trainer, then chances are you are working for a crappy company. Yeah. You're working for a Scamco Inc. Yeah, because there's no reason that your training experience should be just terrible, ridiculous. rushed, like, insufficient. Especially if it's only like a week. If it's only like a a week or two weeks, that's and a they started out itself. right. But and that's the thing, and they started out with a big ass binder full of information, and you don't end up going through half, half of it. Of it. And then they want to put you out on the floor and you're expected to produce. And then when mistakes happen. Week three, you're yeah. on a write-up. Right. <laughs> like, like, oh, well, they didn't go over this in training. I still don't know where the training. bathroom at, for real. And it, exactly. <laughs> like, shit. And the messed up part about it is most scam coing type places, their training, the easiest way to judge their training is when you get out of training, ask any of the team leads or someone of management a question. Ask three people. If you get three different answers, it's all bad. It's all bad. Mm-hmm. It should be consistency in the information that they're giving you in order for you to be able to produce at a high quality. Right. And when you go somewhere and you ask questions and it's eighteen different answers, just like office space. Like, why am I getting? Why do I have to report to seventeen different people and get seventeen different damn answers? Right. And then you end up getting wrote up. Exactly. <laughs> because none of the answers were right. Mm-hmm. But in order to cover their ass, they write you up. Right. Man, I told you. I guess. Man, but you said, but they said, you know, it, it's, it's, it's terrible. So, I mean, mm-hmm. again, the telltale sign of a bad organization is if your training is terrible. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and the thing is. You have a lot of Fortune 500 companies with shitty training. You do. You do. And then you have a lot of companies that have excellent training, and then you get out on the floor, and it's not your training that's inhibiting you from doing the job. It's the people. Man. And that's when you fall back into the coworkers to avoid while you're at work. Because mm-hmm. most likely it is, it is what it is. It's exactly what it is. Here they come, 
out the woodwork, especially once you get out of training. And then several classes come through and it's like, okay, you see what it is. You know who the people that smoke weed are. You know who the people that do coke, you know, people that's on something else because they look like it. Right. And it's like every time I turn around, you up and you in the bathroom or you up disappearing. Like you, you only got to be here for eight hours. Like, man. You you like a toddler. You can't sit the fuck still. Exactly. Take these calls. So. Man. And it's and it's crazy because this is completely <laughs> off the subject. But what pissed me off yesterday was I walked into the damn bathroom. Opened the door. The stall door. These bathroom stories. Lord have mercy. And I looked over there to where the women's... um. Sanitary napkin dis- holder disposal thing is. Mm-hmm. If you're a female, you know what I'm talking about. Why was there an Applebee's container in there? Why I'm thinking to myself, what? self, is that an Applebee's container in the period thing? That is an Applebee's container in the period Stock thing. <laughs> I said, what the hell? And and I said. I said it before I realized I said it. I said, these bitches is trifling as fuck. And I said it so quick and so, I it, it totally, I, I, if somebody was in the bathroom, oh, fucking well. But, really? Yeah, really. You sitting on the toilet, licking your fingers, eating riblets? Ugh. Bitch, you that hungry? <laughs> How was you raised? Who Man. goes to the bathroom with a full-ass plate of fucking food? Right. Why, Sway? What food? <laughs> I don't understand. And I, 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 I mean, in I the bathroom or food? In the bath, in the stall. You're in the stall, sitting on the toilet, and you got a styrofoam to go tainer full of Applebee's riblets on your damn lap. <laughs> Explain that shit to me. I need to know why that's okay. What's up, Korean Ellis? What's up, Scripper? Because it doesn't make any type of sense in my mind. I just watched that Wanda Sykes special on Netflix, which you gotta watch it because she's funny as hell. Yeah, this I like Wanda not, Sykes. This shit's not normal. It's, <laughs> it's not normal, y'all. It's not normal. Really? <laughs> that's what we doing. Yo, we sitting in the bathroom with a are you sitting in the bathroom eating? With with riblets, like, licking your fingers in the stall, and then wiping your ass. You in the stall? You why are you taking food in the bathroom? I, I mean, mean, back in the day, you would take your drink to the bathroom. Who took a damn drink up. to the bathroom? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, if you were in the like crazy spots, you you, you might cover your drink or whatever. Like if you're in a bar you. or a club or something. That's like what that. I'm saying. Yeah, but that's not at I'm your saying. home, not at your job. Nah, hell nah. You know, nah. Like this is at the what's place up, Mr. Mills? Mills? This is the place of Funkus Mills, one of the best battle rappers I know. That don't make no sense. Who gives a shit about? You coming in there, you just can't come in there and go to the bathroom. You got to come in there with a full-ass styrofoam of Applebee's riblets. Sit on the toilet. Eat the riblets. Lick your fingers. You ain't use you toilet paper. Your fit. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> sit and then you got to wipe your ass. You wiping your box and your ass. And then you coming out the bathroom. And then you got the nerd to put on the, on the, employ- on the employee's feedback survey. The bathrooms is nasty. No, you nasty. you nasty. You're nasty. Really? This, this must really? be a current situation. That's, yeah, 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 Dude, these bitches, me. man, I'm trying to say. <laughs> women's bathrooms are the bane of the existence in any place of employment. Like, oh men, it, it's fucking terrible what you will walk into a women's bathroom, see, smell, hear. It's just disgusting. But mm-hmm. the fact that 
This is the first time in all my years of working that I walked into a damn stall and seen a freaking Applebee's styrofoam to go container in the period disposal can. Right. I didn't even have to pee no more. I said, you know what? I need to go hit this pen because I can't even believe what I just seen. Man. Uh-uh. Really? 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 <laughs> like, and it, it, uh, I don't understand that. We <laughs> are talking about uh, how to survive training at the new job. We, we Man, I'm telling you, if man. I had seen that shit while I was in training, I would have quit. I, there ain't no way I'd have stayed. Like, for real, because I'd have came back and I'd have talked so much shit. Oh, how you um uh 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 but no so you're surviving training you get in there you're filling out all your paperwork next thing you know here they come with the okay here comes the icebreakers want to foster a team environment and shit so they come with let's everybody say you know uh three truths and one lie or stand up and introduce yourself how long you been in the business blah 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 and now you got to go through standing up one line yeah now you got to go through and uh with you know what three truths one lie is yes i do yeah so you got to go through and try to figure out who these people are and it's like listen i don't give a damn about who these people are not really show me how to do the job so yeah. I can get my how damn can I money. make my bonus fast? Right. Trying to learn how to maximize the compensation. I don't package. need to be introduced to the person to the next to me, to the right of me, in front of me, or in back of me for what? They're not the nigga signing a check. No. No, <laughs> they're they're really not. They're not signing the. But I do pay up. attention though. Right. I do pay attention. Oh yeah, because are you most over. likely to be the snitch? Listen and see. We had the last training class that I was in. There's a couple of well, there was more than a couple, but there was only six of them. Um that fall into certain categories and all of the ones that i pegged they were right and it's like the one the one girl her attitude was just so shitty and so negative and it's like you she had an excuse for everything and it's like nigga for as old as you is and you still coming with excuses come on now you got to do better than that yeah. This is a job. Don't nobody give a damn about your excuses because you're not. Even, it'd be different if you was making an effort, but you're not even making an effort. Right. You're in here coming in here on some entitled shit. Like I do this because I'm here. You should be happy. I'm here. Actually, no. They don't have to be happy. You're here. If that was the case, you should just stay home. Right. Just I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like because you, her whole vibe was so she like when she walked in or when she finally showed up. Like her whole spirit just brought down the whole vibe of the room. It was just <laughs> she was such a just such a negative person. Like it was doing good as you came in. Exactly. <laughs> and then it's like now and then so she was one not only was she such a negative person, but she was one of those people because now you were, you know, thirty, forty five minutes, hour later, however late you were, you know, four or five hours. Now you want motherfuckers to slow down because you got to catch up. Right. No. Mother, the whole class that moved on. You're lucky they even let you come in here. This is training. Most companies I know don't tolerate you being late and or missing any days you while day, in training. Done. Right. Like, especially if you're going through, let's say you're going through a 90-day probation period and with a, with a four- or six-week training program. That mm-hmm. four or six weeks, if you miss a day, you're, you're done. done. You're, toast. you're gone. They do, they'll tell you don't come back. 
Yeah, we don't even need so, to. You done went through all. You, you done right. went through the drug test. Right. You done went through the background check. Only to prove that you can't get to work on time. Right. It's like, man. And the training is the tail. Exactly. And that, and so for this <coughs> particular mm-hmm. girl, she was given so many chances. And it's like. You ain't even had a performance review yet. Right. And, <laughs> and you can't even get through two weeks <coughs> of training and get up your time without having an excuse. And it's like, oh, well, the traffic or it was an accident or whatever, whatever. 480 this, 480 that. Nigga. We always on 480. Everybody that's up here come 480. You know what I'm saying? They come 480. They come 77. for me. They come down. You know what I'm saying? They coming from Akron. They coming from Canton. There's people coming from Maslin. Minerva. Everywhere. You know, from over an hour and a half away to get over here to Rockside Road. And they're here on time. Every fucking day. Make it early. Right. Then got to the point where they got their coffee, got their breakfast, sitting down, and they're ready to go on time. time. Fuck is your problem? So the idea that you could come in, <laughs> right, you, that you could come into training with an excuse of off top is just ridiculous in and of itself, and shows your work ethic is shit. Right. It's like you you know you got to be somewhere at a certain time, and you know it takes you X amount of minutes to get exactly. there from your house. Exactly. You need to make preparation to get there. Not only that, but period. When you know, especially a lot of y'all, if y'all are, you know, Northeast Ohio, you know that Rockside Road area out there in Independence, Seven Hills, Valley View. You know, yeah. there's a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of people that work out there. There's so much shit out there. So many different companies. You got to be on point. There's a Cleveland Clinic out there. You know, there's traffic accidents every single day. Every day. Every single day. You know what I'm saying? Every single day. Coming from 480 East, 480 West, 77 North, South, 71 North, South, Cleveland, 490, all of that shit. There's an, accident, there's an accident every single day. No matter where you're coming from, Northeast Ohio, oh, or downtown. if you're coming through 90, any of these major highways, there's going to be traffic. There's going to be a backup. There's going to be an accident, especially if you work up towards Beachwood, because them roads has always been jacked up over there. And now they got it. Don't they got it down to like one lane now, both ways or some shit. So that's supposed to continue like for over a year. So the idea again, that you can use the excuse of traffic or an accident. That's like the ancient excuse. That's like the dog ate my homework. Right. You know, that's like, (laughs) that's completely unacceptable. Now, if you get, a flat tire, if you have car trouble, if you have a legitimate reason that made yeah. you late. If you were the person involved in said accident. Right. That's a completely different story. But if you're just sitting in accident traffic because A, you're not you don't know how to highway drive, so you just pussyfooting around down the highway in the first fucking place. Right. And you're not paying attention to traffic and you're not you don't have any type of uh scanner or app or anything up to let you know where to at What's up, Swan? Or construction, or the police are. You don't have anyone to blame but yourself for getting to work late. Right. That's all you. The CEO got there on time. Yeah. He was there on time. Well, he has a helicopter. Well, okay. So that's, <laughs> you think there ain't airspace traffic? You think he ain't got a fight with Sky Fox and Night right. and all them other niggas that got helicopters? Don't have to find an excuse. <laughs> If like, you want an excuse, you can find one. Right. But that's what I'm saying. When you producing excuses in the training period 
of the job, you already setting a bad example and a bad look at yourself because they're yeah. looking at you like, nah, Northeast Ohio nigga, that ain't gonna fly. Nowhere, that ain't gonna fly. And then just think about New York, L.A., California, Florida, Texas. Seattle, anywhere where they have major traffic, where you y'all think we got traffic? We don't got no damn traffic. Detroit. Go sit in freaking Chicago's traffic. Go sit on the four or five or the one hundred and one. And, 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 and where, where we come, you know, you coming from Elyria, you coming from Beachwood, you can get anywhere in damn Northeast Ohio. If you know if you know in twenty minutes, for real, for real. If you know how to if drive, you're driving in Houston or Dallas, man, forget it. If you in a major city. And we got what? Everybody drives. You got maybe a 20-minute, 30-minute, maybe a 45-minute commute, depending where you're at in Northeast Ohio. Yeah. I used to drive from Elyria to Sandusky. That's allegedly 40 minutes. Allegedly 40 minutes. I was making that drive, you know, under 30. So it's... Elyria to Sandusky. Yeah, it wasn't shit. My dad did that. But, um, mm-hmm. and that's why when I did it, it wasn't shit. Because I had watched my dad do it for years. Like, shit, didn't get in the car and drive. It ain't shit. Yeah, your but, boy Swanson said, what's up? What's up, Swan? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, okay, so like you said, Elyria to Sandusky, uh-huh. you're like, oh my God. Now, California sitting on the 405 or the 101, we think we got a 15 minute commute from here to Great Northern Mall. He said try the 91 Western Cali going to LA. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you yeah. sitting in that bitch for two hours, three hours. You can't leave your job on a quarter tank of gas and think you're going to sit through rush hour traffic on that shit in a major city. It don't work. Nope, you're going to. You're going to run out. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. I was looking at that shit this, uh, last night when I left work, and I was thinking about it. Like, yeah, you're not, because they're doing construction on 480 right now. You, We don't have no traffic out here. Nah. People think we got traffic. Y'all ain't been nowhere. If nah. you think we got traffic out here, we, we have some not have traffic nice out here. drivers in We do. We do. We some do. of the nicest drivers in America are in Cleveland. Dude, if you've, ever, <laughs> if you've ever driven on, because the turnpike is I-80. So mm-hmm. you take that, you could take that out to Michigan, Virginia, West Virginia, down south. If you've ever driven outside of Ohio, you will appreciate when you get back home. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're driving through the mountains and the hills of West Virginia. You would definitely appreciate when you come back home. Listen, (laughs) fuck them, but navigate the mountains. That's a whole different ballgame. Oh, Maryland. Man, all that shit. people is brutal. People don't understand. Going down from Ohio, this midsection, Kentucky, Tennessee, we have, um, what the hell that was? We have the Allegheny Mountains. Yeah. So there is a mountain that run all the way up through Ohio. They Y'all do. need to make sure you they taught you this in elementary school if you was paying attention. I mean, I know we got a dumbass running the country right now, but come on now. Y'all man. should know this shit if, you're, if you've lived here your whole life. Right. Um, Disregard so, the man in the curtain. <laughs> so, President. You know. What's up, Loke? If you drive throughout Northeast Ohio, the further out you get, you will run through those mountain ranges mm-hmm. and trying to navigate going down 77 it gets worse as you go into west virginia virginia and you start heading down south through tennessee kentucky if you don't know how to drive and navigate that shit there y'all think our traffic and shit is bad nah go do that Try driving through west, west, west virginia oh my god man it's terrible that's uh <laughs> hell even Anxiety my attached like a mother <laughs> <laughs> look when you're leaving ohio my i got mm. i got family in columbus cincinnati all down through ohio so it's i don't mind i'd rather drive in columbus traffic yeah than cincinnati traffic 
You get down to go to Cincinnati and man, listen, Cincinnati's traffic is ridiculous. Damn less, it's crazy. They on the border. Then you got people that's leaving Ohio because they live in Kentucky. Yep. That's because that's how central Cincinnati is, where it's located in this state. And that's why I really don't care for it because they think they can Kentucky any damn way. Right. But anyway, um, <laughs> right. so you go down the, the the bigger cities in Ohio, you have way worse traffic. When you're trying to leave Ohio, takes it, it. You going down through South Ohio, Southern Ohio, takes you about eight hours to get out of the state. So. Mm. Well, yeah, about seven and a half, eight hours to get out of the state, depending on where you're going and depending on how you are as a highway driver. Right. But um, the traffic is ridiculous compared to up here. So the idea of you coming into somebody's training class, wherever you're at in the country bringing and, it back bringing, home. and bringing it, talking about, oh, well, the traffic was bad. No, Nigga, please. Right. Hell about here. Go on. Go ahead and right. out, and you can go on. Go back to home. bed early. Yeah. The previous night. Yeah. And take the, one less swish or sweet. Man, and you'll be lucky you know if all they do is tell you to go home and come back at the start of the next training class because they'll tell you to go home and don't come back because right. that's one thing that companies do not look kindly upon is being late. Like they they'll put up with a lot of shit. Especially for training. They'll put up with a lot of shit. They'll put up with employees fucking each other. They'll put up with a lot right. of shit. They'll how are you going to be late when we teaching you how to get to the money? Man. And that's what next week's uh, topic is. Because we're talking about how... This week we're talking about training. Next week we're going to talk about what companies tolerate. The types of discussions that they allow. Whether it's political right. or religious. And, and how that affects the work environment. Because a lot of companies put the kibosh on that shit since uh, 2016. And well yeah. they should have. But uh, that's what we're talking about next week. But anyway. What you can and can't talk about at work. Man. We talk about. I mean. But yeah. We're going to say that for next yeah. week. <laughs> so. The idea of you coming in the first day of training. And you presenting an excuse is. Don't be late. Under just, any circumstances. It shows, it shows your character. And it shows your lack of work ethic, work, work ethic. And it shows that you don't care about this job or this company. And if you start off on the wrong foot like that. Why would they go any type of length to any type of lengths to help you? Should you actually have some real shit hop, pop off? Because right. you don't know. People are still inherently good people. Right. And you might be able to get yourself put in front of a couple of them that are good people. And maybe uh-huh. able to help you out in certain situations that you weren't even expecting. Exactly. But... That's you can't, all. You, can't you can't be late. You cannot put out the idea that you don't care about making an effort for them to do what they require. Right. Because if that's the case, you could have stayed home. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, is that companies will let you, will work with you to the end if you show up to work on time. Mm-hmm. If you're there, if you're dependable, that's dependability. If you're dependable, they'll work with you. You can be all a day. superstar, all-world all producer, day. but if you ain't there, it don't make no they'll difference. They'll let you go. It's like, man. And, and that's the thing. That's the difference because you could be a superstar, all-star producer, but if you ain't there and you're not doing what they need you to do, they'll let you go. They don't What's care. up, Adrian? Adrian yeah. said, man, this always comes up when I'm at work. What? Uh, showing up on work on time. Yeah. That's so basic. And it's, it's extremely basic because, again, that is your work ethic. That's you as a care as, as part of your characteristics yeah. as an individual. 
if you cannot take the effort to get to work on time and then somebody that maybe you've been there for two three years and then somebody that comes in has been there six months and next thing you know they're on a path trajectory that you should have been on over a year ago and now you sitting there stuck on stupid wondering why it ain't you nigga you can't get here on time get to work you're not presenting and we rip companies every week man (laughs) we rip them every week but it's like it's up to you it's your job you're you're an adult you have to be responsible you have to be and not only you have to be responsible and accountable for your actions that's what's called life right or or otherwise what the what the youngins call it today adulting yeah fuck is not a fucking word well, they put ing on everything. Okay, <laughs> hashtag country full of dumbasses because that's is ridiculous. Like what? That's it. That's that lets you show the regression of how far we've gone. That that's a thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's really, really, really. Okay. Yeah, Dumbass. Um. <laughs> you know, come on now, <laughs> fucking moron. Um. But Morons galore. Man, but when it comes to presenting yourself in the best light. The training is the best way you're going to do it. Now, you already went through the onboarding process. You got hired. So you already impressed whoever you needed to impress. They right. saw whatever you wanted them to see. Mm-hmm. But now we done got the training and your ass done been late every damn day. First, it was like, okay, and don't get me wrong. Most companies do have leniency on the first day of training especially if they have an onboarding process where you maybe go to different sites to interview or you know where they know people might have a hard time finding where the building is blah 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 Mm -hmm. so again first day they might give you that good 10-15 minute leeway and it not be a problem because hell they may not have everything ready to go then right. because the person the trainer may you don't Rickles know was late yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't know so that first day no, no, most yeah. companies do tend to be a little bit more lenient they when it comes point for training right when it comes to you getting there on time but day two three four and five week two that's gone yeah. because now you know where it's at you know where it's at you, you know, know how to, to get here you know how long it took you to get there and you knew, like, if you left out of there and you ran into traffic, well, then maybe you need to leave 10 or 15 minutes early. Because trust me, I ride from a If you're late one time, you shouldn't be late two or three times. No. And all you got to do is pay attention. Because the traffic mm-hmm. traffic is, is, is minute by minute. Mm-hmm. So if you know this, and let's say you got to be to work at 9 o'clock. 7 to 8. 8 to 9, that's when the most traffic is on the road. 7 to 8 is not as bad as 8 to 9, mm-hmm. especially in Northeast Ohio. Because 8 to 9, you got any and every damn body coming from Lorain County, Erie County, everywhere, because they got to be working 9 o'clock. Right. So, most likely, let's say you live in Lorain. If you live in Lorain and you work in Cleveland, and you got to be working at 9 o'clock, you should be leaving your house at 8 o'clock. Why? Me, because you're going to sit. A quarter to eight, for real, for real. But, but that's a whole different thing. Like, you, your goal <laughs> should be eight o'clock. Because mm-hmm. you know, A, it's going to take you whoever the hell long to get out of Lorraine because you can't get to a damn highway in Lorraine uh, inside of 10 minutes. So, boom, 10 minutes to get to the highway. So, you then, then you got to take into a point everybody that's leaving Lorraine, too, to come work wherever they got to work at nine o'clock. So and you got to worry about the traffic you're going to hit right. when you get into Cleveland. So then that's the, that's what I'm saying. Like, we ain't even out of the rain yet. We ain't even got to the highway. 
So that 10 minute trip normally that it would take you to get to the highway, if you leave your house at 8 o'clock, now you're looking at 8.10, 8.15 by the time you get to the highway. It right. don't take but a half hour to get from Lorraine to Cleveland on some real shit. It really uh-huh. don't. You know what I'm saying? So now you're looking at 8.15, getting on the highway, you in with everybody. You're, ahead, you're right there in the thick of things. Now you know, you know what? You get down there, now you got to get to downtown Cleveland, you got to find somewhere to park. You know coming in out of not off of I-90, 90 East coming in off of East 9th Street. <laughs> Good luck. You know what I'm saying? Or you getting off of East 12th, if you getting off on Ontario. Yeah. Okay. So now you have to go Exactly. Then you, you know you work downtown Cleveland. You know there ain't nowhere to damn park. You can't just put. Nope. You know? So now you got to figure out what parking lot you got to go. Now you got to go pay $20 to park. And here it is, eight fifty-five. Right. And you at a parking lot that's a mile and a half away from the building. So you got a book ass, haul ass, and you come walking in there. Here it is, nine oh five. You're late. You're late. So now you know you need to leave your house at seven thirty. Yep. You need to leave your house at seven thirty. You need to leave at seven thirty, so you on the highways out on the rain by seven forty. Mm-hmm. Seven forty-five. You want to get highway. there where you at least have fifteen minutes to, right. to to just get yourself together. Right, and that's that's the end game. But again, people don't understand that it all plays part. It's minute by minute. So if I got to be to work at 8 o'clock, you damn right I'm leaving at a quarter to 7. Not because it's going to take me that long to get there, but I got to plan for anything else that might happen that's going to slow me up. Plus, I got to mm-hmm. make my coffee. Exactly. You know, like coffee I might decide, I, you know, I'm going to smoke me a blunt on the way to work. So I, <laughs> I might decide to stop and give me something to eat. You know, right. I might need to get a smoothie, <laughs> go to Starbucks, you know, go to Summit, go get whatever. Get your mind right. You know what I'm to saying? To with your job. Exactly. So that doesn't mean I want to be rushing to get uh-huh. there. And then if I got to be there at 8, okay then. Okay, I done smoked my blunt now. It's 730. I still got plenty of time to stop and give me some meat. Yep. I can get in there, go upstairs, put my eat my food. Of course, I'm. Coffee, you know what I'm saying, and I'm chilling. I'm right, I'm BS. And I'm not even exactly. I'm in the in the, in the uh, cafeteria. Exactly. I'm not here even, and not even stressed out. I'm here and ready to start the day. Now you can even walk into class a little late, but if they see that you're here, you're here. Then boom, that's cool. Right. You're like, oh, you're and you're early. You're here and you're early. All right, and I like that. Exactly. You can be the okay. worst performer. <laughs> but you heard, you heard me and you're on time. That's hey. like what I was saying last week with my job. There's people that have been there for over a year and haven't bonused. But them some bitches is in there every single day, faithfully, dependably, early. early and on time. Be like, Becky has been here 35 years. Man, it ain't bonus <laughs> not one damn time. <laughs> Good old Becky. <laughs> but that, hey, but you know what? You know, you know, and this is for, you know, you know, my black people. I mean, if you get there early, man, that's half the battle. That, that will, is half the that battle. That will extend your, your tenure at any company hey, by like yeah. six months. Yeah, it will. At least. That's free game right there. <laughs> I mean, for real, if you up there early, if you come to work every day early, you, you will be at a job for six months. Guaranteed, regardless of mm-hmm. your performance. Because you got to remember, there's other training classes that are coming in. There's other people being hired in. So they got to weed through them niggas that ain't coming in on time. Right. But you're here. Yeah, and you're early. Right. So I'm they're not even looking at you. At all. Not even a little bit. But they, they, may, at they may hit you at, at, at month nine. Damn, right. man, your numbers ain't been. Right. All right, but look. But this is what we're going to do. We're right. going to have you. We're going to set up some coaching sessions. We're going to listen to some calls. And we're going to uh-huh. do some additional training. Blah, blah, blah. Early. Every day. You open in the door. You come back from your breaks on time. You come back from lunch on time. On time. That's the shit that these companies are looking at. But we got to take a break. 
Um, when we come back, we'll still be talking about the training situation. Surviving training. Juke Radio on WeUpRadio.com. This Radio Shark and Paul Unbreakable on OP Nation Talk. Every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. You are now tuned in to WeUpRadio.com. What's up, starter artists? What's up, all them startup entrepreneurs? I see y'all. Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill. What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Squeeze. And I got the perfect platform to help you promote your brand. Every artist plan on releasing music. Just allow me to help more people here. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't even rap, dude. I flip burgers. <laughs> okay, okay. That's cool, too. If you own a business, I can hook you up also. For just one dollar, I can put you together, man. A dollar for real? Yeah, man. Every time I play a commercial or give you a live read on the air, it only costs you one dollar. I hear you. I hear you. But why? Why is the commercials only one dollar? Nah, nah, I see what you're saying, bro. But listen, none of us are rich, man. We all struggling together. Listen, I have a platform right now. Maybe you will be able to help me down the road. Who knows? With that being said, there's no minimum purchase. Plus, I'm always accessible on social media. So follow me right now, man. Jungle Radio 389. Pretty soon, trust me. Real talk, I like this, man. Look, I got like uh, $9. Can I get $9 worth? <laughs> All right, good brother. Well, follow me this way. We Are Radio is one of the fastest growing online radio stations in the country. If you want to grow your business, promote and broadcast live for your event or start your career in broadcasting, We Are Radio is the place for you. We have plans and services for everyone. Email us at weupradio at gmail.com to find out more or you can call us at 216-772-3393. Weupradio.com. Weupradio.com. Yo, 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 what's good? Jay Jigs, Cicero in the building, rocking out with WeUpRadio.com, and it's all love. Jay Jigs, Jay Jigs, Jay Jigs. Previously on OGDJ Radio. I had a conversation the other day with this girl, and, and she said she saw a girl, and she was like, damn, she got a fat ass. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> why would you say she got a fat ass to me, though? That don't sound like something I want to yeah. hear. You know, I ain't got nothing against homosexuals, but I'm not one, and that sounded kind of homosexual. It sounded a little gay. She was like, well, what you mean? It's there. I can see. I said, well, how would it sound if, as a man, a man came to you and said, damn, look at my dude uh, jogging pants. He rocking the f*** out of them <laughs> Like, huh? <laughs> if, like, if that's another a nice, man, that's a nice bulge. Man, if another nigga <laughs> seen another man's pants and talked about his package, that's gay as hell. That's it ain't no gay. understanding. Yeah, that's gay. That's gay. So, and then she said, "I'm not gay." I said, "But that definitely sounded like a homosexual comment." Right. I understand sure. that you appreciate a woman's body, but from my perspective, that wasn't just a comment. That was homoerotic. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn. Homoerotic. Yeah, yeah. Right. That yeah. was that made me think of a threesome. Tune in each and every Friday night, 4 to 6 p.m. on WeAreRadio.com for OG DJ Radio. Radio. Oh my God. I love OG DJ Radio. WeAreRadio.com Hey, I'm Danny. A few of you may know me, or at least think you do, but there's so much more than what meets the eye. Cleveland's on Hazel Green is back with another book of amazing tales. Danny's Tales. This self-published author always bring the heat. Follow my girl on Instagram at Hazel Green. That's Hazel with a Y, Green with an E, 
216. Twitter, that's the same thing. Holla at them, man. Make sure you support the movement, because it's moving. Also, go to hazelgreen.com and purchase that for the low. I'm sitting here alone. I wish I had someone to help me play with my words. Make sure you enter my world with caution. Rest in peace, Pimp C, chat, bud. R.I.P. Pimp C! No doubt. We back. Juke Radio. Uh, brought to you by Follow Black Dollar, sponsored by Riskwork Custom. On WeUpRadio.com. The voice of the streets. Yes. Y'all need to go to www.riskworkcustom.com. Cop them exclusive bracelets uh, right now. Um, it's summertime coming up. There is nothing better on earth than rolling down the block. With your wrist hanging out the window and your wrist is on shine. I'm telling you, she can she can put you together, man. Yo, we talking about surviving training at mm-hmm. the new gig. Mm-hmm. That is the topic. I'm telling you. 
training sets up your whole tenure. Not only that, training. What the hell? Oh, there's a short. <laughs> <laughs> no, because there's a you didn't come to training for that. <laughs> you no, but that. um, <laughs> training not only sets up your whole tenure; it's the best look that the company is going to have to judge you yeah. on how good of a quote-unquote fit you're going to be for their company. And a lot of people don't realize, like training is just like it's your audition. Right. You know, and some people don't get a call back. Nope. You know, and a lot of that is because, <clears throat> like we were talking about with the before the break, you always have an excuse. You're late. You're tardiness. Being late is the biggest thing that'll get you put out of a company, no matter who you are or how good, excellent, great, right. fantastic you think you're you are. You're not dependable. You are not dependable in the company's eyes and in, in anybody's eyes. They want to study. You, if you average, but you steady, they can depend on that income. Mm-hmm. If you are, you know, as you come here banging it out the window, but you, you know, but not. you only show up a couple times a week, and you, Man, we, don't need we, we don't need that. Nah, and we that's can't depend on you that. can't depend on that, and that's what a lot of people don't really realize about um, how these companies are looking at you, mm-hmm. and you can't tell a lot of these young people. Because they don't realize that. They don't have good interview skills. They don't have, you know, a lot of them just don't have good comprehension skills. Yeah, they don't listen. So they can't, and that's the, that's the key thing. They, they don't listen, and they don't actively listen. Like, you can hear what somebody's saying, but you're not listening. Right. And a lot of people don't realize that you think because you may have a, higher value of yourself or think you deserve xyz when you coming into somebody else's workplace and there's somebody else signing you have work to per- establish your value in front of them well that's what i'm saying and, and saying they're the ones signing the page to the order of you are have the ones that have to prove themselves the company don't got to prove shit they already got the millions and the billions billions you know, <laughs> you, you know what i'm saying they you trying to get to where they at you trying to get to where they at right you try you so, come in there with your hand out for real for real Cause you are exactly, and because you want to pay to the order of, so the fact that people think they're old and entitled to, I should be making X amount, and I go somewhere and I can get seventeen, eighteen. Then get it, amount, bitch. Then why are you here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why are you here? Right. You don't need to be here if that's the case. If you can go somewhere and you get seventeen, eighteen dollars an hour, you go get it. Take your ass there and go get it. Yeah, you wasting time. We got people that take this twelve. Man, and that's the thing. <laughs> and, and that's the thing They'll about take it too. This 12. The people that know they got stuff they got to handle, and that's that's a part of it too. You are somebody that complains. If you always are negative and you're complaining either about the pay or whatever, you knew what the pay was when you applied. Exactly, and you took the job. So shut the fuck up. Why are you that you don't have anyone? Hey, that's good advice for relationships. If, if a person show you who they is and you there like two, three years later, shut the fuck up. You know what it is. <laughs> like, you know that dude. You knew that dude only made thirteen an hour when you met him. 
with zero aspirations to do anything else. Who else? He was happy there. You mm-hmm. knew that. Don't be don't mm-hmm. be getting in a relationship two, three years later talking about, man, he's not ambitious. You knew that. Well, don't get into a relationship or, and fall in love with potential versus seeing what a motherfucker actually is. Or, you know, fellas, you knew that girl was big when you got with her. Mm-hmm. Don't get mad if two, three years out line she bigger or she is just as big. First of all, don't get mad if you are not, if that's a problem, if she's gotten bigger and that's a problem for you, you don't have anybody to blame but yourself. Right. You knew that chick was big. Man. <laughs> you the one that went, you know, and brought her snacks and shit on the exactly. late night. And if you, wanted, <laughs> if you wanted a different outcome, then maybe y'all should have got a membership together or bought some equipment in the house. Right. And de- developed a healthier lifestyle. And if you big, you really can't be talking. Cause it's like fellas, fellas, if you got a gut, and you that's what I'm saying. Gut, yeah, right, you, you fried. Need you to just, shut up. You real. just too gut having niggas. Like it and love Make it. Make the best of it. Let it slap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let that shit slap. But um, <laughs> I'm just saying. King size. King size. Smell like more bologna in here. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, hey, it's all to the good, man. Just but make that's, sure you that's got what great it is. Proper support for that bed. But that <laughs> when you get to these companies and you're in the training session uh, of it, the, the training part of it. Okay, there's no video playing. I it's it's went out <laughs> twice and I've tried to I reset it. Well, so. we're we gonna talk for the people that's listening. Well, that's, what <laughs> been, that's why I ain't stopped. It's still it, it happened twice. Oh um, boy. But um. <laughs> But the thing about it is, okay, so you've established that you can't get there on time. All right. Well, now you you already got a mark. So you there, but now you want to be one of those people that asks 17,000 questions that don't got shit to do with whatever was just being talked about. Because you either weren't listening or you were told something or you think something should be a certain way. Well, wait a minute. Well, shouldn't it be that... If it's this, well, wouldn't you? That's not how it is, McFly. Let them show you how they do it. Not how you do it. Not how you used to do it. Not even how you're going to do it. You show, they're going to show you how they want you to do it. And you're going to do it their way. You're here for their pay to the order of. Right. You know? And you always can tell that type of question when the trainer is looking at you like really really (laughs) okay (laughs) like well no we maybe we do do it this way but we do it this way because this is the way the company has found blah 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 and that's where you know they didn't piss you off you didn't piss them off because they say well the company's done it this way for xyz if they start the phrase well the company's done it that's shutting you the hell down. Sit down somewhere and be quiet. Right. Like, bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get, I don't care how y'all used to do it. Right. Get the highlighter and highlight what the hell I just told you to highlight right. in the book. <laughs> hell wrong with your uh, ass. Like, you're, you're, uh, you're paying attention to the wrong shit. <laughs> and it's like the one, there's one guy that <laughs> when I was at this one company, he sounded so terrible on the phone. <laughs> and... You could tell that he used to be a cop because he sounded like a cop. Right. And he's like, well, yeah, I used to be a stockbroker and I was a NYPD and I was going to be in the class for Cleveland Police Department. We had moved here when Jane was uh, mayor and then she cut, she killed that class. So then I went in and did some stuff. I'm just looking at this cracker like, 
Why? <laughs> First of all, you the fucking police. Shut up talking to me. Right. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I, don't, I don't deal with your kind. Number one. Ever. Number two. <laughs> listening to you talk, I would never buy anything from you. At all. You sound like the police. You like, every, like this is a straight setup, sir. I would never. <laughs> I'm not giving you my social. No. I'm not giving you my address. At all. No, 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 no. Right. You sound like and Alphabet it, Boys. Man. Online, too. And it, there. It. And um, it's just so crazy because he passed the test with a couple of us on the first try. And once we got out on the phones, we were on the phones for about. Let's say about a month. All right. No, yeah, maybe a month. <laughs> when they did their first, wait, let me know, because we started in April. We took the test in May. So they did their first set of cuts of people around maybe the mid mid to late June. Because you know that's the end of the quarter. July starts new quarters for right. companies. So like the middle to end of June is when they did the first cuts. And his ass was out the fucking door. Because <laughs> like, of course they're listening to your calls. They're trying to see. And it's exactly like he, he was one of those people that did exactly what I expected him to do. Talk himself out of every single person giving them any type of right. personal information because mm-hmm. as soon as i mean as soon as you tell somebody you used to be a cop i'm done click i don't have anything else to say to you sir right now you you follow and then, <laughs> then you said you was fucking nypd dude hell oh. no. <laughs> no. get the hell away from me like, <laughs> like seriously like you to stop for free man get, <laughs> get on some damn way mcfly mm-hmm. no no mm-hmm. no i'm not talking to detective stabler no <laughs> no and no and you know what if he had been stabler, or munch. if he had been stabler or munch or any of them in svu he might have could have sold a damn house uh more yeah, than that yeah. he, he wasn't none of them niggas he was that one the one uh snitch nigga from the first few seasons the one dude from the other precinct that's who the fuck he was that's who right that was him (laughs) like oh hell no like nah bro but yeah they and in that first cut they let him go because he couldn't hit the numbers he wasn't i mean when you do mortgage loans when you're a loan officer you got to take applications and the biggest part of that is getting the six pieces of information because that makes it a a six six certain pieces of information makes it a complete application and when you have a complete application and you can pull credit and you can start the process right well he can never get all six pieces of information. Damn. And it's like, well, yeah, listen to him on the phone. You would not ever want to buy anything in life from this guy. Like, that that was clearly a case of you you mouthpiece your way through the interview, but when it came time for you to actually do the job, you were way out of your league. Hey, Joyce. And it was not happening. <laughs> so he got let go for that, um, and he was part of the, what, there was like 13 of us in that training class. So out of the 13 of us that came in that class, they only kept, Seven of us mm. um, out of that after they did their first cuts. And one guy they let go. The main reason he let guy he got let go because he was hitting his numbers. Too many motherfucking cigarette breaks. Uh. Every time they turned around, he was downstairs smoking a cigarette. Downstairs smoking a cigarette. Right. And 
Lost your job for nicotine addiction? Well, a lot of smokers Damn. don't realize, like, a lot of companies keep, in, keep tabs on that. Mm-hmm. And, like, the building that my company is in now, the building owners have sent notices that they're going to ban smoking on the property altogether because people are not smoking within 75 feet away. So they're right up on doing, of course, what smokers do. Because when it's cold or when it's raining. We bought a door. Right. <laughs> so they huddled up right. and they're not 75 feet away. They got the vape pens. They're doing all that stuff right there. And the building holds. You know what's on the first floor of the building? Elevators. Well, duh. Food. But guess what? Guess a company that's on the first floor of the building. The motherfucking Cancer and Lymphoma Society. Wow. And you smoking? And they still got nothing in the building to smoke. <laughs> like, they, like, they got signs up that say, please don't smoke. But y'all are standing there, and it's like they told them either smoke in your car or 75 feet away. Right. Go to your car. Go to your car. But here's the thing. If you get two 15s and a lunch break, whether your lunch break is 30 minutes or an hour, your two 15s, that don't mean... You get your two fifteen, your lunch breaks, and then seven and cigarette breaks. It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, a lot of companies are not. You smoke. That's like a, a kick. Well, and well, and that's the thing. That's one of the reasons why that's Cleveland Clinic. That's why Cleveland Clinic went to zero smoking because that's a mutual tool. They um got tired of people doing smoke breaks, mm-hmm. and every time you turn around, instead of you doing your rotations, you smoke. You out there doing on a smoke break? Like right. niggas got bed sores. <laughs> and you out here hitting the Newport, right? It's like, man, what's going on with you? What's up, right. Daniel? And I mean, that's why they did that. That's why they got rid of the smoking and went to hair tests. Yeah, so we're talking again. We're talking about surviving training at your new job. So you can't do these types of things. You can't be late. You can't take excessive smoke breaks. You can't sound like the police on the phone. <laughs> And you, know. you can't try to take over the training class. Oh, my God. Those people that try to take over I've the training class. I've been in the class. game for 15 oh. years, and when I was at so-and-so. This was how we did it. <laughs> Let me tell you something, girl. If, yeah, if you if don't you shit sit your ass, ass down, somewhere down. <laughs> and let this person show us what they're trying to do, because 15 years ago don't mean nothing, Earl. <laughs> well, thank you. Because uh, that don't make no kind of sense. And the fact that why you here now? Right. <laughs> like why are you? Why you didn't retire from the place you was at? If you were so good, man. What are you doing here with us, man? Man. But that's that's one of those people that oh I could get seventeen, eighteen dollars. I okay. All right. Let me tell you something. This is how funny that shit sounded to me. I had somebody hollering about. They could go somewhere and make more money. They get seventeen, eighteen, twenty dollars an hour. You know, I had to show this some bitch where the damn calendar was on the desktop. You ain't getting shit. You you not computer savvy. That's basic information. The first time it happened, it was like really. <laughs> Notice I said the first time. <laughs> but you, but you making all this money. The second time it happened. What was that thing you showed me where the calendar was? And I said, what? Man, and the click, on the, the click on my the look on my face was like, and I just how y'all think I sound, I said it. What? Click on the time. What do you mean? Did, I said, nigga. And that's what <laughs> I said. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's where Angel was at. She was there. I said, nigga, the clock. Look at the clock. <laughs> what do you mean where? I said, the nigga, the time was showing you the date and the time. That's your calendar. What do you think a calendar is? It'd be the know-it-all, too. And she was like, oh, right here, this bitch is clicking everywhere but the motherfucking time. I said, is any of that the time? What time is it? What's today's date? The time and the date. There it is. Oh, 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 oh okay. That bitch, shut the. I said, and you said you get eighteen dollars somewhere. Where? Where? And she just looked at me like, yeah, cause I, you know what, you pissed <laughs> me all the way to fuck off with that stupid ass right. shit. Be the really? Bitch know it all? Don't know nothing. Don't know, really? You how you really? Don't know nothing. So was okay. So was that okay? You got an iPhone, but you couldn't tell me where the hell the damn. Don't talk to me ever again. I don't. Man. Don't talk to me. We got a coworker that ain't been there in a minute, <laughs> and I'm just looking at these motherfuckers like looking at this broad like. I don't submit my time, but you didn't know it all. You weren't paying attention to that. You know what? <laughs> my answer to that question is, I'm sorry, that's above my pay grade. You need to go ask the lead. Right. Because I, I don't have nothing for you. After, the lead after, after, I don't them like, yeah, I don't got nothing. How for did you. they get through? Because <laughs> you, you wanted, and that's the thing. Like she wanted them type of broads that I can already tell. Like to start shit if somebody say something to her that she finds offensive, and you know I'm uh, apparently I'm an offensive motherfucker because I don't give a shit about your feelings. You shouldn't ask me some shit. Yeah, don't be super sensitive during. Training. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be super sensitive during training. Nine times out of ten, I'm not I'm not talking to you or talking to you either condescendingly or patronizingly when I'm talking to you. If you've asked me something, I'm gonna state it to you factually. Now, a lot of people tend to take offense to that. That's not my problem. It's a fact. I don't argue with facts. Do you argue with facts? Because no, if you argue, argue with, with facts, facts, I don't have patience for people that argue with facts. That's a fact. You got an iPhone. Google the shit. Because oh, you fact. didn't have to ask me. But then next thing you know, and that's what I'm saying. And the next thing you know, they go on and they talking to a lead or management or whoever talking about, oh, well, you know, she said this, that. Bitch, I didn't say, I ain't even thinking. I told you, motherfuckers, where am I finna eat? <laughs> I'm not thinking about the shit y'all got to say. Oh. Nothing. I'm trying to figure out who, what am I finna DoorDash? Like, for real. Right. Who's I'm going? trying to be on time to come back to work. Man. Not trying to get caught in that lunchtime. Cause see, I done already got me a couple of, man, man listen. I done already, mm, <laughs> y'all better leave me the hell alone. I'm trying to get here and get through this day and eat. Right. What's up, uh, J- uh, Jamsky French? Checking in. We appreciate you, man. We appreciate you. We're talking about surviving training at the new gig. So you can't be on, you got to be on time. You can't be one of those people that try to take over the training class. Man. Can't be the know-it-all. Okay. You got to do. Or be the person that come in with the sob story. You know, first and foremost, there's a time and a place for everything. And training is not the time nor the place for your sob story. Whatever your sob story is, you should probably have told that to whoever hired you, because that's probably why they hired you. Or you probably didn't tell them, because had you told them, they probably wouldn't have hired and you. And this is the thing, like this is <laughs> this is where uh, this is where a lot of people get shit twisted. You you divulge too much information, and first of all, this is a place of employment. Everybody in this bitch ain't your friend at all. Everybody in here don't give a shit about you. No. Because I know, I barely probably know who you are. 
And before I got my eyes fixed, I definitely couldn't see who the fuck you were. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yo, shout out um, for getting your eyes fixed. Man. That's what I'm talking about. Scratches on your cornea, folks. That's not a game. It's some real shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the messed up part about it is you got people that really think that telling their life story during training or at any point at all at work to random people that you just met is a good idea bad idea first of all this is not social media this is a job so you don't need to post your story scripper says i hate that hand raising answer giving overzealous motherfucker like, uh, dude, we're trying to get to lunch. We're yeah, like, hey, we all want to ask you more. Ask questions. You want to ask for clarification? Uh, and it's eleven fifty-eight. Man, uh, could we or, or that one? Hey, um, could we go back to where you said no? We can't go back to shit. We're moving forward. It's time to eat. Did you not hear my stomach? That was my stomach. All that right. was my stomach. <laughs> like for real. And I've been in training classes where it has all been my stomach, and they didn't turn around and look like, well, because y'all need to hurry the fuck up. I'm ready to eat. Right, we're trying to eat, man. Yeah. <laughs> like. I know this is this is some basic information. Oh, we trying to leave, man. You know they said we can leave early today, and you wanna? No, we wanna. Let's stay for the whole time. No, bitch. We're getting paid for the whole time, but we're leaving <laughs> early. It's it's pretty clear. It's a great deal. It's pretty clear. So let's go. If they say niggas can go at three thirty, I'm out. What you mean you wanna stay till five? No, no. You see the weather out here, right? <laughs> like it might be finally breaking in Northeast Ohio. You better right. sit your ass down early. <laughs> like spring is actually here now like shit it is it really is man oh man i think oh. you know you never know <laughs> that's what i said like if it stays oh. if it maintains the 70s all week then we might got a winner because then we going into the first week of june right next Memorial saturday, Day weekend next saturday is you can june. wear white starting sunday <laughs> 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 Drink the radio. <laughs> we are radio.com. <laughs> That's so funny. Yo, I'm just saying, you can wear white now. You know, yo, y- yo, ladies, you know what I mean? <coughs> if you ain't got your summer body by now, first of all, you ain't getting it. A lot of women <laughs> don't give a damn about a summer body because they like food more than they like people. Man. Say it again. Um, um, I say one more time for y'all who's in the back. Most women don't give a damn about a summer body because they like food more than they like people. Mm. Period. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> so. I, you know, and I know people <laughs> like that. <laughs> I that, that, that post about food every day. Yeah, because yeah, like, food, is, food is life. Like food, food is life. life. Uh, but I like food. food is you life. know what? I think I like food more than people. I definitely like food more than people because um, yeah. I, I don't have to deal with a dumbass conversation with some food. Nah. You know, I don't have to hear somebody argue with me that the sky you is You ever talk to your food while you're cooking blue. it? Mm-hmm. Or while you're eating it? Mm-hmm. Like, I see, like, I, especially when you get a sample, like, ooh, I seasoned the shit out, y'all. Ooh, Man, mm-hmm. I did great. Mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did great, man. Y'all have never been to my crib when I do the fish fry, man. I be talking to the fish. That's funny. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a whole ceremony behind that. It's it's a it's an experience, man. Oh, so, <laughs> back to the yeah. topic. We were talking about <laughs> surviving training, and when you get through, you know, day one, day two, you know how it's gonna go. Now, right. I'm somebody that 
I can't sit there and stare at a PowerPoint presentation and listen to somebody talk in a dim room because I'm going to sleep. Facts. Like it is such a struggle for me to not be sitting there asleep with my eyes wide open. Bueller. Man. Bueller. <laughs> we got to take a break. Something got to happen because I'm about to be all the way knocked out. Like if this was high school and I had a hoodie on, my face would be in my elbow. Knocked all the way out in the corner of the class. Like, Man, if I was no. going to high school now, I would like, you know, set my phone up and just like videotape that boy and just crash. I'm like, man, I'm videotaping you, and I'm going to look at your ass later. <laughs> <laughs> look, that's what we and used to do. you got to one and check my grades. And what, look, and what we used to do, that, it wasn't a video recorder, though. It was just a tape recorder. Mm-hmm. You know, you could actually, you could then. You could tape the fucking, especially in college, you could tape the lecture. You didn't have to show up. You could tape it. Right. Or they offered, well, at the turn of the century, they offered, like, MP3s. Mm-hmm. You know, that you could add to your uh, iPod. <laughs> like if it's a, if it's like a, a foundational class mm-hmm. they had them already mm-hmm. you just show up to take the test yep that's all you had to do but now your grade was like for psychology for general psychology your grade consisted of four tests that was it mm. no assignments you just took four tests on scantrons and <laughs> based on those tests you know so I wasn't I really went <laughs> I didn't go to that boy at all I just said bye for my uh poli sci class. That motherfucker was basically vocab mm-hmm. and thought statement questions, like where you had to produce your answer had to be five sentences right. or more. You know what I'm saying? Like you had to give an argument and present it factually. Yeah. And that was it. You couldn't just bullshit your way through it and that's where a lot of people have the problem at these days getting through a training class getting through life because you can't just bullshit your way through a lot of this through a lot of the stuff anymore you used to could be able to but see technology has advanced so far (laughs) so much need to know this now you have to know it you can't just play the play a role and think that you're gonna get what you used to could be able to get again that person is oh i've got 20 years experience that's one of the first things they ask you especially being in being in mortgages and being a loan officer is they ask you about technology because you got people that have been mortgage originators since the 70s and so they've seen the advent from having to write everything down on pieces of paper to the advent of the first you know apple computer and the technology as it's advanced to the to the point where we're now where we have online applications and you can get a decision you can submit all your paperwork online pdfs like pdfs are the best thing in the world right you know <clears throat> and these same people are the ones that don't want to embrace that technology it's it's become something that they've been been fearful mm-hmm. against because that means they have to change and adapt. And that's the key thing that you'll find out about yourself in training as well. Do you have the ability to adapt, especially if you're doing a career change? Yeah, you have to. You have to have the abilities to adapt. General career that. advice is you have to be ready to adapt. You change. have to be. Only constant is change. And, and, you know, for a lot of time, I was like, man, why come it can't be the same? Man, it was cool when it was. And I had to get out of that way of thinking. You know, and this is, you know, again, accountability. You have to get out of that way of thinking or thinking that whatever it is you're doing, 
that is always going to be no it's going to change mm-hmm. eventually it's going to change Something's gonna you change. have to you're be prepped have to for it you and adapt to it or if it's a change that you don't like then you got to change what you want mm-hmm. but you you can't be man why are you changing it <laughs> just okay so how do i maximize this situation now mm-hmm. since the situation has changed you know and how can i make you know the best how can I still do what I'm doing? What I'm doing. Under these or new circumstances. Do I need to figure out what it is that I love and try to go into some type of um, business for myself? Right. And that's a lot. And that's the thing, too. Like, a lot of people, you have the ability with where technology is today, you have the ability to go into business for yourself, doing whatever. And you yeah. can Especially if quit you're talking your day about job. mortgages or insurance. You right. You can do your thing. You have to figure out the marketing piece. Mm-hmm. That's that, that, you spend a lot of time doing that, but it can be done. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and if you're a person who is entrepreneurial minded, and you're just not ready yet, don't let people that's out there, you know, discourage you or make you jump out of a tree. You know what I'm saying? You got to recognize when there's people that want to help you and people that are low key trying to hinder you. Yeah. Because it's all anyone that's going to support you and help you, they're always going to be a champion for what you're trying to do. All you got to do, and the easiest way to do it is that is say, you know what? I realized or figured out this is what I really love. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to start X Y Z. Tell it to the people that's closest to you, and the, their reactions is going to tell you all you need to know. Right. People got to understand. You have to take people for who they are when they show you. You and have accept to, it. You, you and they not only accept it, but you got to be accountable for your role in it, their role in it, and you got to move on. What's up, Sean? You can't. You can't let the idea, especially if it's a family member or friend or somebody that you quote unquote love, when it comes to your well-being in all aspects, whether it's physical, spiritual, mentally, all of that. You don't need to put yourself around people that don't have your best interest or, that or don't want to see or are always negative or always don't no matter what anything. idea you have. It's not it's, a bad it's, idea. It's <laughs> you know what That's what you mean. You mean all my ideas are either all my ideas are bad or you're just a hating ass bitch. Well, and then some, you know I mean, don't get it twisted. Some people do have shitty ideas. Constantly. And it's, it's, but it's like if you find something that you're really excited about and you think you would be good at and you know you could make some type of a, you know, go of it and be good, then the people that, quote, so-called love you and want to support you should be able to do just that. Right. With no strings attached. At all. And if there's any, well, but, or uh, okay, well, then you know what? I ain't got time to listen to any of that wishy-washy ass shit. It's yeah. 2019. Either it is or it ain't. Right. And if it ain't, I'm going to need you to get the hell away from me. You in the way. Man. Yeah, you in the way, man. Because, you know, it's a lot of time. People waste a lot of time. Time is not promised. Yeah. So if you're sitting in a training class, you're being late, you, you know what I'm saying? You're not giving I love a damn. how you brought that you, you, you're, not, you're not giving a damn about being there. What do you expect is going to happen? You're not going to last long at that company whatsoever. And then you want to talk down on the company. Exactly. It's you. It's, it's, that's not the company. That was you. All of it plays a hand in how you are. And your training, the training that you go through to these companies is going to really show you. It's going to show you who you are. It's going to show you who a lot of people are. Because shit happens. That's the whole point of life. Ain't, ain't none of this supposed to be easy. No. If it was easy, everybody would have hands out of gold, platinum, and shit there. I'd be, you know how much food and marijuana I'd have in front of me right damn now? Man. 
if it was supposed to be easy but it's not so you can't go into these types of situations and these jobs looking for these companies trying to find somebody trying to find a company that you could spend a year two years three years five years seven years at gone are the days are you trying to look for something to be there 25 30 damn it can i get 90 days in this bitch man you know you get two years you ain't you you doing real good and if i got two years in here how far am i from where i started Mm-hmm. Am I still in the same position? Am I in a whole nother tax bracket? Where am I making at least, you know, a dollar, two dollars more, three dollars more? Yeah. Or am I stagnant, got comfortable in the same position? Because I mean, I if, like thing, if, you're, if, if, if you're in the same position and you're happy. And you know what? There's a lot of different <laughs> things you that can lead to people being in the same position. Yeah. But when you're looking at that, like I said, if they, it's, if it's they, two years and you're looking back and you're in the same position, if there hasn't been any growth in you as a person, as a person from that beginning to where you are now, then you being in that same position honestly was a waste. It was. But if you're in the same position and there's been significant growth bought you a house. from where you're at, <laughs> right? Like you done bought a, whatever it is, you, you done you done flipped your four one k is looking lovely. Then that's growth. That yeah. that staying in that same position did not equate to settling. You know what I'm saying? Or just taking it because it was you were able to make changes, and that's what the whole point of life Overall, is about: is to make progress, is to make progress, life. and become the best version of you that you can. Mm-hmm. And whether or not you have a family, if you don't have a family, maybe it's not meant for you. Maybe it'll come when it do. That's you don't know. Let me know when one of you niggas get a crystal ball, because I need to know. <laughs> I got one, but I mean, sure. <laughs> when you can actually do, let me let me know, because I want to know. It's it's not a working crystal ball. Though. This is but this is what I'm saying. So don't yeah. nobody know what's supposed to be coming uh-huh. or what you got coming in any of it. So you can't look at the negative stuff. You cannot do shit and not hold your own self accountable for what you're doing and the consequences that are being created because of it. So you start at a new job and next thing you know you're late three days out of the five for the first day of training. How the fuck are you late three days in a row? How are you late three days in training period? the whole training period through the whole training period a good company and knowing knowing you have said you probably said some shit in the interview where oh i'm never late or i'm always on time or i don't miss work days right and here it is three days in the training out of a a two-week training period you were late three days and you missed one (laughs) you know what i'm saying and then you wonder why when you get on the floor they're looking at you and now they all they they making sure you're doing your job because you know what you were late you weren't there you missed a lot of information but you know you especially with these training classes that are um condensed down to two or three weeks or four weeks there's a lot of information that you miss if you miss a day you miss a day miss a lot. you know what i'm saying because you could be missing out of work a whole pr- computer system a whole program a whole software you know what i'm saying depending you can't on sell what it is. a particular company right you wasn't there, because you wasn't there. and now here and they don't have no obligation to go back and show you nope so now you gotta hope you were cool became became cool enough um with your performance gotta be somebody in training to find out what you miss. Yeah. And then when you get out on the floor, now when you get out on the floor, now you gotta work extra hard. Cause now you got a stigma. Oh, they might be smiling in your face and telling you, oh, okay. Waiting on you to fall. But all they doing is they done sat back up there in their meetings, cause you know they have meetings every week or every day or however they do it. Uh-huh. Oh, well, you know what? So-and-so, yeah, they it was a good interview process. They came through really great, but you know what? They've been late three times, and they missed a day. And the day that you, you miss a day, it's not even a really good excuse. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's still a bullshit ass excuse where you didn't have to miss the whole day. Right. You probably could have came in. But you didn't. But you didn't. You know, and all of that plays into the <laughs> role. So now you're on the floor. You got to work extra, extra hard. You got to rebuild your whole situation. Because now your character then took hits. So unnecessary hits. Unnecessary hits. Because you don't want to accept the accountability and the responsibility that you were late. And you miss days. And now you're looking at them and it's like, okay. And then you get some people, some management catch attitude where they don't even really want to fuck with you because maybe they had a friend that didn't get in the training class. And, you know, the training classes and getting hired in is real stringent. And then you get in and you get hired in and your ass was late late three days and missed a day. And the the management person that's your boss is probably like, they ain't even supposed to let you come back after you was late the first time. You know what I'm saying? And now you was late three times and you missed a day and they still kept you, but I couldn't get my boy and my girl in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So now they feeling now they feeling some type of way. Right. And you gotta deal with that extra ass bullshit. But you don't even know about. Exactly. You don't even, you don't even know. know. You don't even know they sitting I'm over there you, at the end of the If you just if, if you show up to work on time. It changes the game for a lot of stuff. And and and, and, and you know what? And that's like a sad commentary or a commentary of where we're at as a society. Mm-hmm. That showing up to work on time is like a separator. <laughs> you know what though? It's always been. It's always been. One of the first things they told right. us when I got into radio was first day of school. It was if you're on time, you're late in radio. If you're on time, you're late. And I, and they was like, everybody was like, what? And they was like, well, think about it. If you're an on-air personality... And you're on air from 1 p.m. or no, from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. You can't show up at, at 1:55 at 2:15 no. thinking you're ready to go on air with dead air. It doesn't no. work like that. You need to be there. You at go. You, you no. You need to be there at one o'clock. You need to, some of them. When I was uh, interning at WKNR, we did. I did the. Um, it was Huli, Gerard, and Emmett, their show. I was an intern on their show. So their show was every day from 3 to 6. So I had to be there by 2 o'clock. By 2 o'clock. Because A, I had to make sure the commercials were set up in Sam to broadcast right, watch Emmett do that. Mm-hmm. Have to cut up whatever um, I needed, whatever uh, sound bites to cut up to put on the podcast or on the website. That stuff needs to get set up. Gerard, Emmett, and um, and Huli needed to have their conversation of what topics they were going to cover. So you had Gerard and Huli out in front of the window, and you know if you guys have ever, and a lot of y'all probably listen to KNR, so you if you've seen any of their live broadcasts, you know how the studio set up. So Emmett sits in the back. I that's where I was at, back there in the back behind the booth with Emmett watching the boards, making sure the mics are on, giving them the breaks for. The, when they come go to commercial, when we got to run the emergency, uh, mer- you know that emergency broadcast system shit. There's because there's certain times, <laughs> there's certain times you have to do it, and a light pops up in the studio. When that light pops on, that's when you have to do it. But then you have sponsors, so you have to get to the commercials on time. Certain commercials got to air a certain a uh, certain amount of times during the show. And then when I get done, when the show goes off the air, I got to go cut when those those reads from the commercials playing. And get them and send them back to the marketing partners. Like, okay, here's their commercial they ran. Can't come in there at 2.30, 2.45, 3 o'clock for a 3 to 6 show and be ready. They're looking at you like, you might as well go on and go ahead. We got it. Right. 
So anything you do, you at 107.9, at 93, um, what is it? Lanigan and Malone, Q104, all of these stations, it's the same thing. When those on-air personalities come on, it, they didn't just get there a few minutes ago. They've been there. Right. Somebody go on air, Sam Silk go on air at 11 o'clock. He's been there since about 9, depending on what his schedule is. Because he's got to get his, his plan to show. Does he have interviews? Does he have guests calling in? What's, what's his show? That's not something that you do and you come in 15, ah. 20 minutes before you go on air. Nope. That's not how it works. So if you're coming into your job and you showing up, you got to be there at 9 and you pulling in the parking lot at 8.55 or 8.57 or at 9, oh, yo, you're late. Real talk, I work from home and I'm, I'm downstairs. You know, at my cubicle in my basement, mm-hmm. 15 minutes early. It was such a habit. It was like, yeah, man, you can't be logging in this damn early. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather have that email. <laughs> right. <laughs> then if you're not logging in on time, like, what's going on? Because that would be the email. I'm, already, I'm getting my mind right for work 20, 15 minutes prior, even mm-hmm. though my job is downstairs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm ready to go every time. So the keys to surviving training, you have to hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. And if you've gone through an onboarding process that took a month, don't waste everybody's time, including your own, by not completing the training. At least get Survive your check. Survive the training. At least get the two-week training check. Get a check. Or get checks. something. Because most times in this day and age, a lot of people maybe didn't have the ability to work that whole uh, whole time the onboarding process was going. <laughs> oh, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, you, you didn't hold yourself accountable. You thought you could do some shit that you would normally do. I used to do this at all my jobs. I'd go in there and do this. No. That's why you're looking for a job That's now. why you're looking for a job now, you dumbass. <laughs> Hashtag country full of dumbasses. Dumbasses. Man. You know? So you can't you can't do that. You have to hold yourself accountable. You got to be on time. You have to be professional. Period. Professional. You have to understand that this is a business. Uh, a business. They want their money. You want to pay to the order of. How does that work? You abide by their rules. Mm-hmm. And if you can't do that, then you need to go somewhere else. Or start your own business. Yeah. But don't get into these jobs and these gigs and be that person that's complaining about what they could get or what they should get or what they need to get. Nigga, you here with us just like everybody else. Right. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't want to hear it because you're blowing my high. Be like, <laughs> man. <laughs> like, it really? Like, this is what this is what we're doing. Right. Like really? Well, can we can can you just <laughs> be quiet for a minute? Learn what it is we're doing for real. Right. Before you have an opinion. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You don't even, you know, cuz that's the thing about it like the interview process, onboarding process, you you're getting a snapshot of what they do. Training is the nuts and the bolts. You nuts and bolts. Suspend all whatever, you know, your opinions, views and whatnot. Learn mm-hmm. the training, learn the job, then do the then job. Then do the job. And then after a while, if you doing the job and you really seeing it's not a fit and it's not going to work, 
you know then you continue on with your process you you know if you, even if you hadn't if you had stopped putting in applications you go back to it and you start the process all over again but don't get into these situations thinking somebody owes you some shit don't nobody owe you shit nah period nobody in this country is owed a motherfucking thing no, that's all another discussion. But you know, you know what I'm saying. But the sooner you people, <laughs> generally speaking, nah. <laughs> the sooner you realize it, the better off you'll be. Yeah, and the thing is that when you apply for a job, regardless of what it is, you volunteer. You on your own free will, mm-hmm. turned in your information. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying for that gig. Mm-hmm. You apply for the gig. You went through various steps that they put you through. For said gig, yeah, <laughs> and you accepted, and you accepted it, and then you want to come in day one, day two, day three, talking shit <laughs> about what you think you should get, and the pay ain't right, and all this other shit. Like they told you what all, the pay was. They told you what the pay was. You signed the paper. You're nah, here. they switched it up. That's another. That's another. That's a whole different story. It's a whole thing. right because when you get paid and your check ain't what you thought it was, then there's a problem. Then you, then you have a case, but it's but you don't have no case. You, you have, have no leg to stand on when you, when you late come for in there when you late for training. That's that's <laughs> period. Especially when you're using some bullshit excuse like traffic. Like no, that's just because they're looking at you like really traffic, really. So you couldn't have left 15, 20 minutes, thirty minutes earlier. Right, that wasn't within your control. Now if it's a blizzard like twelve inches of snow then dropped, then everybody then and that and exactly that's a completely different ball game when it's hazardous conditions. When everybody, you know, in Northeast Ohio, we do have hazardous conditions. It, it, and you know they will break news to where you know a storm will come through and they'll get right on they'll break into the soap operas or the talk shows or whatever and tell you like look it's going to start coming through building up right around the beginning of rush hour and it's going to last so you may want to leave early so early. you leave work early or da, da 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 and a lot of employers are sensitive in this area they are sensitive to that yeah. they will because they know a lot of their employees drive more than 30 minutes yeah to get to them. they may just say screw so a lot of play i have worked in places where the weather has been you know predicted to be terrible or has been terrible and is staying terrible mm-hmm. where they've come through or sent the emails like you know what everybody can go home early you know so you, so you can storm. beat the storm and get home safe. And if you don't have the ability to go home, some places I've worked at, they've offered to put people up in hotels in the area. Yeah. That way you don't have to worry about trying to drive, especially at Brockside Road, because, you know, people drive from, you know, Akron. Akron doesn't is what is like an hour. So well, we up here. It could second, be, it, depending depending on what side of town right. Akron you live on. So you get an hour. But think about how that and how that hour is equates in a blizzard but we talking about you cats that be coming in late and it's sunny as hell man <laughs> like today if you're man. the go Ohio area it's beautiful outside but you know what sun glare is a dangerous thing in the morning uh, even in the morning and the afternoon traffic because i've been driving many 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 times and and that the way that sun is coming up, especially if it's early morning and yeah. in between, like maybe six thirty and seven thirty, seven thirty nine, maybe seven forty nine, to when the sun is fully, fully up. If you're heading in or come, depending on the direction you're coming, that sun bitch is blazing right at everybody. So you riding past, and everybody got both their visors down, they got sunglasses on, 
you know, because you can't see that glare is a motherfucker. And if it's yeah. bouncing off like a truck, a lot of people got these metallic paints that make the shit even worse if it pops <laughs> off their shit. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Oh, I'm too close to go, You know, so sun glare is something that can hinder and impede a morning, afternoon traffic flow. It absolutely can. So there, it, I, I'm not saying that people don't use that as an excuse i'm just saying that it is something that happens while you're driving like 15 20 but you right we're talking (laughs) about people that don't care you know they're just they're gonna you gotta be there at eight o'clock you leaving at 7 30 but you live 45 minutes away Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like you got to be there at nine, but you leaving at eight forty-five just because you it's on Rockside Road, but you all the way in Garfield Heights, and you was gonna take the surface streets to get down to Rockside. See, See? no, you no. Clown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I mean I hear that stuff all the time. Every and I've worked in numerous places on Rockside, and <laughs> I hear that shit so much. And even when I was going to. When I was going to school, when we were yeah. going to uh, the radio school, people would do that because it's right on Rockside. So it's going. I had never been down past Rockside that far, past um where the McDonald's is on yeah. Brexville. So Brexville, that's I, one I of the past. most illustrious McDonald's. Right, ever. and I hate it because they're overpriced. But um, they um, you go down Rockside, and that when we was at the school, that was what I would hear people talking. Oh, how you get here? Oh, I got on 480. Where you staying? Okay, I live in Shaker, Garfield, wherever the fuck. Now you know I'm a West Side. I don't know shit about Euclid, none of that shit. You, when people say it to me, I just look at them like, mm. and I don't, I, I don't have a, I don't have a reference point. You know what I'm saying? Right. For because I'm, I'm not from up, I'm not from the East Side. I don't know West Sider. But um, so see, I rock with West Siders. <laughs> <laughs> If they know me, I don't be going out west for shit. Oh, shit, I don't go out east for shit. Am I catching a flight? Yeah, the airport's only 15 minutes from me. Well, no, it's not even 15. It's like 12. But um, I get that Uber. That Uber take me right to John Hopkins Airport. I'm shit. shit. I'm just like, you would hear people say, oh, well, I'll take, you know, I'll get down Turney and I'll come down Rockside. Did Rockside come all the way down? Yeah, dude. And I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. So then one day, so I was right. There was a uh, one of the one of my friends I had met at school. We was going back to her house, and we were smoking. I'm like, this is a long <laughs> ass ride. Like this is a long ass ride. Rockside is long as fuck. Like, yeah, it is. and the way that she did, the way that we, the way she went, I'm like, oh, oh, this how you get through this motherfucker. Sure, Rockside turned to snow. Exactly. Well, coming from that end. Yeah. Again, I told you I had never went past Brexville Road. So going down where the Center for Broadcasting was, where that Arthur Treacher's was, is I had I don't go down that far. So right. that's coming the other way from me. I'm coming towards that. So I always knew that Rockside turned into snow mm-hmm. because I that's the area that it Oak Tree Boulevard, Lombard, Lombardo Center, that area. I didn't. I tried to stay away from going under that bridge, under that 77 interchange, all that shit. I'm not doing all that. That's too much fucking traffic. Right. No. So I stay right there. What's up, Fontaine? Oak Tree Boulevard, Lombardo Center, Lombardo Center, all that shit. When I used to manage um restaurants we were all down rockside on snow i used to have to take crew home so i knew where a lot of these streets turned into different streets but i also knew that you could take certain ones all the way down so the idea that you can take a surface street all the way and think it's only going to take you 10 15 minutes you got like about eight nine ten stops exactly because you're stopping you're stopping every 30 damn seconds for a light 
It's like hop your ass on the damn highway and get there in eight minutes. We talking about surviving training and at pe- your new job, man. So you can't be late. You got to take accountability. Um, don't be that loud ass some bitch always asking questions, dragging the, the trainer, d- dragging the class on, annoying the trainer. Don't be the person that's uh too much information. Don't be the person that's holding up the brakes because you got 18 cigarette breaks. Right. Or, or be the person, person holding up brakes because you want to ask another question because you want to pay attention. Right. Or the person <laughs> that loses the extra break that you was getting because you want to act like you, like you said, because you didn't pay attention. And now, oh, could you give me some clarification? Man, no. You should die. There's 18 people in this class. You better ask somebody. Like 17 of us is like, yeah, we got it already. Right. Hell wrong with you. Right. And that was, that was really <laughs> prevalent. That was, that was really prevalent. In uh, my last training class, because they kept asking me, it's like, well, you was you ain't saying nothing, nigga, because this shit is basic as fuck. It's not, it's not <laughs> fuck. like I'm sending this bitch high as hell, and I understand what needs to be done. Y'all are asking some of the most dumb, redundant, irrelevant ass right. questions because you want to get on the person that didn't know how to pull up the calendar on the computer. Dude, that shit, it, 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 it's, it blew it's me. almost 2020. What you mean you don't know how to pull up the blew calendar me. on the computer? Blew me blew me like and this and then he did it for you to do it twice two times like so you really ain't got no type of able to retain shit your retention is that shitty (laughs) you know like do you have early onset alzheimer's or they didn't smoke a lot of weed no they didn't (laughs) (laughs) because i've smoked a lot of weed so I know where the calendar is. I've been dealing with computers since before the Oregon Trail was colorized. Right. So what the fuck? Black and white Oregon Trail. And, uh, the, no, not the black. The Number green, munchers. The green, the green and white one. You know they're green, green and they white. The green yeah. Number the munchers. Green and I was that number munchers cat. Yep. All that shit. I always got hung up on fractions. Oh, the fractions. <laughs> I hate damn fractions. Fractions get on my damn nerves. Right. Oh, I was never a fan of trying to do them sons of bitches. You know what? Fuck you. I'm going we back. Talk about going back to the Oregon Trail. <laughs> right, that's easy. Where I can die of dysentery. Right. <laughs> we, we gonna right, shoot these right. buffaloes. Can, right. Carry a hundred pounds of meat. Right. Oh, oh weak asses. <laughs> How come we only carry a hundred pounds of meat and it's like ten of us? Man, and there's one buffalo. One. Alright, that game only could carry back. Man, man I must have been on there with a whole bunch of kids. Man, that shit was crazy. <laughs> but yeah, that that's that's what I'm saying. So I I have computer experience. I and um and and it'd be different if that person was not old enough to know, but sh- they were well old enough to know mm-hmm. that that's where it is. Like she's. It seems like it's one of those people that needs attention mm-hmm. for whatever and i don't have no patience for that because you can't be as old as you are and really sit here and act like you don't know where the goddamn calendar is in the bottom of the corner of your desktop but you signing into a fucking email and you, you that got person a, that says man you got a motherfucking so iPhone. much more money somewhere else right and you got an iphone <laughs> you know i don't understand it but and I and I and I just look at that like okay probably whatever. got a cricket account though you know what you stupid <laughs> oh that's so funny jitterbug phone having <laughs> ass <laughs> grandpad <laughs> that don't that ain't no sense. iPad that no man them damn buttons is huge that, 
<laughs> Buns are falling. That's so funny. <laughs> that is hilarious. With that, yeah. Selling insurance since the 80s. Man. <laughs> that, that, that's what I'm saying. You can't, when it comes to surviving training, you have to take your accountability seriously. Mm-hmm. This is, you got to look at it as what it is. It's an extended audition. Yeah. It is a two to four to six week audition of yeah. whether or not you are going to fit in this company. And most of these people in these companies that do these training programs, especially when they go any longer than two weeks, know who's a fit, who's not a fit, who's going to last, who's not going to last. And when it comes time for them to start the process of getting rid of people because the quarter is ending. Because y'all got to remember, next month is June. So, mm. new, new quarter, a quarterly calendar They're starts looking in at July. You, June, Jack. you got to get it. Quarterly calendar starts in July. So, right. they're looking at them May, June numbers. Yep. They're going back. They're going to hit you with the 60 days. April, and, May, June. And if your, uh, if your numbers, your production, isn't where it needs to be to where they don't have anything to say to you, <laughs> Trust and believe you come July, you're probably going to be looking for another gig. Man, they're going to be like, yeah, you got to go. Man. Or, or we're going to put you on this PIMP. Man. <laughs> man. <laughs> or, <laughs> like, you're now performance you're, on, review. you're on performance review, you're on probation, and it's like, okay, there's, again, there's people in here that ain't doing a tenth of what I'm doing as far as numbers, whose numbers are worse. But you ain't saying nothing to them. Well, you know what? They're here on time every day. Every day. They come back from their break on time every They're day. They're not interrupting the damn training class. They don't get up and ain't wandering the floor. Uh, what they what they like to call it, disturbing other employees. Because you're hanging out at cubicles all day. Right. And you, you ain't doing your job. Right. I ain't come here to hang with none of y'all. No. <laughs> no. And that's, that, that's the thing. Like. That's what a lot of people don't realize. Like, they're looking at all of that. If you can't sit the fuck still, like, granted, I understand you're an adult, but if you had a job in a call center or wherever, wherever you're doing and you're on the phone, you're supposed to be on the phone being productive, not up, up and down the aisles, over at your friend desk, over at your favorite manager's desk, go down in HR or down. Um, trying to be the new company sucker. You know what I'm saying? That position is already filled. <laughs> Right. And even even if they're not trying to be the suck up, even if they're trying to just not work and not be productive and not be on the phone because they don't want to be on the phone. They want to go bit bop and do bop and talk all day. You know, this is you're at work. This is not a hangout. So all of that is being looked at and people don't realize that like there's one broad and I'm looking at her like, see, this is all because she's young and you she don't understand. Like, uh-huh. the girl ain't but 18 years old. Mm. But you can't tell her nothing because she ain't but 18 years old. Oh, my God. So, and it's like, you you don't understand that this is a business, first and foremost, and they want their money. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hear shit you got to say about whatever excuses. They do not, not care about what love and hip-hop no, Atlanta is talking about. They really don't. Or Miami. They do not care that you was out this weekend and you got, it was lit. You know what I'm saying? They don't care. They don't yeah, care bro. that you was able to get the bundles and get the inches. Mm-hmm. And you got out and you They don't care about your city girl listening to ass. No. They don't care that your fashion overfit didn't come. They don't care. They don't care about any of that. Nope. None of it. They want to know why you weren't. That's why you weren't here on some bullshit. Really? Okay. Just keep in mind, July is coming. Oh, you was at Summer Jam. 
<laughs> yeah, that's about to ain't that about to be the next one? That's what's coming up. Cause see, I'm no, I'm finna go see Wu Tang. Um, it's not next week; it's the week after. Oh, that's dope, man. Yeah, I'm, they I'm sorry they canceled the Ghetto Boy tour. Well, I think that has to do with um, Bushwick. I think he yeah, might have. Bushwick was like, nope. Well, you know, he's sick. Yeah, and he took a. They took a. He might have took a turn for the worse. Mm-hmm. On that, which I hope he didn't. Yeah. But I'm kind of salty because I really wanted to see. Yeah, that was supposed to be today. That was tonight. Yeah, that's supposed yeah. to be tonight. I wanted to see them. Um, cause I'd make well, sure damn, I took what, video what, of that. What, what shoot? What sent Scarface then? Scarface he ain't cleaning like four times a year. He was already scheduled to be. I'm pretty sure they Cleveland, Ohio has paid for one of his houses. Mm-hmm. Just us. Our market has our market has put one of his kids through college. Man. Single handedly. I know Man. we did. <laughs> Man. Shout out to Scarface, a hip hop legend. Yo, we gotta pack it in though. We gotta pack it yeah. in. Yeah. Hold on. But um mm, so next week we talking about what? We talking about some job shit next week. <laughs> what you doing this weekend? Shit. None? I'm trying to hit somebody's cookout. All I know is wh- whoever's grilling, somebody need to find me a plate or put it to the side. I might be the person grilling. It depends. You know, wifey said she wanted to grill, but, you know, it depends on how she feel. You know, I want to eat. <laughs> But I, I want to eat too, but I don't want to eat everybody's shit. Right. You know, like I'm, I might, I don't know. I, I, there's a lot of certain, there's only certain people that I'd be willing to even think about trying to procure a plate from over this holiday weekend. Yeah. Simply because I know them, but I'm not. I'm not a nigga to go to no big ass gathering and multiple people that I don't know have brought food. I don't know what your houses look like. I'm I'm cool. man. I'm cool. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> yeah, so like, I'm next cool. in a couple of weeks we're talking company potlucks. Like, yeah, Do's and don'ts. Like, I'm not, <laughs> um Yeah, this ain't no Mm-mm-mm. this ain't no family reunion. Right. So I can't. <laughs> you know, even in the family room, like, mm. be like why you let them cook? Nah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like, <laughs> like going to the barber shop, that one chair that stay empty. <laughs> be like, I'm gonna go check you. <laughs> but mm-hmm. like, no. Like, <laughs> it's like, like two barbers and everybody waiting on the one barber. <laughs> no. Like, uh-uh. No doubt. But what's funny is. <laughs> what's funny is with this being the holiday weekend it's the uh unofficial start to sundra season oh man and um a lot of you bitches <laughs> done hibernated you know man. all winter and y'all took this bbw shit too your, far your, your ph balances is off <laughs> and um oh boy you need to go get all of that checked Andrew. out because before you put on anybody's type of sundress and you fellas opening, need, to watch, need, 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 need to wash those uh, gym shorts man you opening and closing <coughs> your legs getting in and getting out of cars and 
whiffs is coming up like mm, women go get a handle because oh it's, it's, it's it's the unofficial start to the <laughs> sundress season the same thing for the dudes like y'all niggas been running around in them same um <laughs> gym athletic basketball shorts you've been using this draws all fucking winter <laughs> man wash them sons of bitches throw them away Just get some up. new ones you know speaking of which i'm going my way to the store after the show and i'm going to cop me i'm going to cop me my new a uh, male thought outfit <laughs> male thought attire need to, flip-flops uh, socks sweatpants <laughs> they need to Fresh get, that sweatpants. Shit, get yes. that shit handled they need to and about five white beaters man <laughs> in assorted colors get that shit <laughs> handled right and, um them pubes, them nut pubes. So my point is, Cripper actually sold Bushwick Bill insurance on the auto policy. That's what's up. He sold him a policy. He didn't even know he was sick. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Cripper, you ain't doing too good. What's up, Bruce Martin? Yeah, he's, he's in like it's like phase uh, 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 stage four. He told me that story. He sold him a policy. Yeah, Scripper just sold everybody insurance. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's got stage four some stage some four cancer. Yeah, some type of cancer, either prostate or something. Yeah. But um, yeah, that uh, <laughs> that uh, um, is gonna be some. If they would have came, it would have been great. They didn't come, and um, I'm sorry. salty as fuck. Cause it would have been some good shit. But, um, what the fuck did I say? <laughs> no, I'm trying to remember what I said. What the topic was for next week. I don't know. I You know what? I'll remember next week. Right. <laughs> right. Next week. So, next week. Tune in. Who you talking about next week? I don't know. We'll figure it out. I said it earlier, but I don't remember yeah, what it was. It was something about um It was work related. <laughs> That's what I said. Yo, right. rock with us for all your work related issues, right. yo. For real. We talking that we, we we the spot where you come to talk the shit you can't talk at work. Cause you'll get fired. For shizzle. <laughs> for shizzle. <laughs> we not telling. Scam <laughs> Coink. No doubt. We don't out. Get <laughs> Like, yo, what's up, nigga? What happened to my weed? Last time I seen your ass, you gave me some chicken feed. I had to roll on you and show you how I go. You know how bricks blow. We pulling the fofo. Hang out the sunroof and I'm yelling out, yo. What happened to my weed and what happened to my dough? My motion real slow when I start to bust. And I get the party bubbling like Alka-Seltzer Plus. You niggas smoke dust if my flow ain't tight. Cause I'm tight like a Jewish wife. I'm that nice, nigga. You know, Red, I'll be at the party. Oh, my God. I love OG DJ Radio. Oh, we at radio.com.